Welcome to The Real Deal with Jason Silverman, the podcast dedicated to helping you build the business of your dreams and live the life you always hoped for, with valuable and fun tips and info to make your life easier and more fun. And now, here's your host, a man who sprinkles metal shavings on his breakfast cereal just for fun, Jason Silverman. I got to tell you, we've, we've really got a great one today. So, as you know, I'm always on the hunt for interesting as well as super smart, real deal guests. And today's show is absolutely no different. I wanted to introduce my listeners to somebody who's got a skill set that many of us as entrepreneurs need right now. Uh, what's also really cool about our guest today is that she's able to quickly and easily share that info with us. Now, for the folks who I work with in any of my coaching programs, my mastermind groups, or through Powerful Words Character Development, all-star cheer sites or dance sites done right, you know how much I focus on taking advantage of the right technology at the right time to continue to grow our businesses, right? Well, this episode is going to help us to do just that. So today it's going to be my honor and privilege to share an amazing resource with you. You're going to love today's guest. She's got a ton of valuable information about a super hot topic to help you succeed, as well as a fun way to deliver it. So I want you to strap yourself in. Today's show is going to be a blast. As I'm sure you already know, I'm committed to helping business owners just like you to become more successful, enjoy your career more, and in general, make life significantly more fun. As we know, we only go around this rock once. Let's make sure it's a hell of a ride. Alrighty, boys and girls, it is now that time. I want you to stop surfing Facebook, put down Twitter, put away your phone, your tablet, your child, your spouse, your dog, your cat, anything that might possibly distract you from today's show. You're about to get some great and immediately implementable information, and I don't want you to miss even a second of it. So before we officially get going, I want to give you a little bit of background about our guest today. Jen Herman is a social media strategist and Instagram advocate who writes a blog focused on understanding trends in social media management. She provides tips, resources, and training for small to medium-sized businesses that need to structure their social media strategies. Her business background includes administration, sales, human resources, and marketing. She was on Facebook before it was mainstream and has been managing social media platforms professionally since 2010. Jen, welcome to The Real Deal. I'm thrilled to have you today. Thank you so much. I'm excited to be here. Oh, spectacular, spectacular. I'll tell you what, before we get started, you know, for those who haven't had the opportunity and pleasure of meeting you yet or hearing you speak, do me a favor, take a second, share your story with us. You know, what are you passionate about? What makes you tick? Who is Jen Herman? <laughs> All right. Well, um, I will start off by saying that I uh, started my blog, Jen's Trends, uh, just over a year ago, about a year and a half ago now. And it started off because in my day job, I was constantly having to battle um, getting upper management and people to understand the value of social media. And the more I struggled and the more I overcame those struggles, I realized that there were more people going through these same struggles. And I, I wrote my blog with the intention of kind of just sharing my experiences and my knowledge, kind of like most bloggers start out, with no real necessary intention of where it was going to go. And it just catapulted from there. And it's been an amazing ride. I've loved every minute of it. And along the way, I was actually um, nominated and won Social Media Examiner's Award this year as one of the top ten social media blogs. Congratulations. So that huge, That's awesome. Thank you. It was a huge honor. I, I mean, like I said, for only having been blogging for just over a year, it was a, a shock. But it, it really showed you know, my passion and my connection with my audience and, and 
it was rewarded consequently through that award, which is amazing. And along this journey, I started to really focus on Instagram because, A, it was fun. You know, I'll, I'll be the first person to admit, I'll put it out there right now, I'm a late adopter to Instagram. Um, I was an early adopter to Facebook. I am not an early adopter to Instagram. All my friends were using it and begging me to get on it. And to be 100% honest, I was like, who needs to see more pictures of your lunch and pictures of your dog and whatever else you're putting out there? I mean, this is not necessary. And so I really held up. I was like, I don't have time for this and focusing on my blog and other aspects. But as I realized, okay, this is becoming a viable tool. And if I'm going to, you know, be able to tell other people how to use Instagram, I need to really understand it. And when I got into it and I really started playing with it and learning it, I was like, wow, this tool is amazing. And then I started thinking about it from the marketing perspective and the doors just opened wide up. I have grown my business through Instagram. I've had so much fun. I've made the most amazing connections through Instagram. And that was when I was like, that's it. This is where I'm going with this. And I've really kind of honed in on that Instagram niche at this point with the focus of showing other business owners it really can be used as such a powerful tool if you know how to use it well. Well, this this is really exciting to me because I've had a number of actually a ton of clients telling me, oh, you know, are you on Instagram? I want to let, let's connect there. And and I've I've said, listen, I I'm so busy. The thought of actually doing something else um, that I don't know or yet understand is just horrifying to me. So um, you may be responsible for bringing me out of the dark ages. So I'm, 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 I will try. I'm pretty I'll do excited. everything I can today. <laughs> All right. Well, then let's dive in because there's a bunch of stuff here. So first off, you know, why do you feel like Instagram is so important in today's social media marketing mix? First and foremost is it is the social media site right now. Yes, Facebook is ginormous. Yes, Twitter is, you know, still hugely popular. But Instagram is growing at a rate faster than any other social media site we've seen, with the exception of Google+. And so it is just the rampant growth that it's experiencing is taking it to levels that we haven't seen with any other social media site. And it's taking over, you know, pop culture and media. I mean, now, even if you listen to the radio, listen to the radio DJs. They're not saying, follow me on Twitter. They're saying, follow me on Instagram. And these are DJs who sit behind a microphone. And they are on Instagram, which is a photo-based site. It's just, it's converting the way people are interacting in social media. And if you want to, you know, the way I say it is think about where Facebook was, you know, five years ago. It was like, meh, some people used it for friends and family, but it's grown to such a magnitude. Same thing with Twitter. It's grown to such a marketing magnitude. And Instagram is going there. It will be there. I think it already is there. But now is the time to get on, get active, and get comfortable with it so when everyone else gets on and realizes, you know, what they've been missing, you're already ahead of the curve. You have yourself established, and you've already got your following, and you're already growing your business, and you're not trying to play catch-up at that point. That's fair. That's totally fair. Um, I didn't realize it was quite as big as, as you're telling me it is, so this is this is very timely. It is. They actually have, um, right now, their last stat update that they gave us was 200 million monthly active users. Um, I would be willing to bet they're probably closer to 250 right now, and I've been I've been hypothesizing since last year that they would break 300 million this year. Um, they have more than 75 million daily users, people that are literally checking every single day. I mean, that's a huge audience. There's no edge rank. There's you know it moves quickly, but not as quickly as Twitter, so you can still see everything. It's just, it's a really great way to connect with friends, family, businesses, customers, and everything. 
great. Tell me this. I want to get some nuts and bolts because uh, I'd love to be able to provide both my listeners and, quite honestly, myself uh, with some how-tos. So, you know, how do you feel a business owner should set up an ideal Instagram bio? I'm, I'm guessing it's, it's easy to do kind of right and kind of wrong, but what are the right ways to do it? Yeah, first and foremost, you want the name and the username, which are two different. The name is how you will, you know, kind of show up on your bio. Your username is what your at symbol is, and that's how you will be recognized on Instagram. So when you make a comment, when you upload, everything's with your username. So it's very important that your username reflects how you want to be recognized. If you want it to be your business name, make it your business name. If you want it to be your personal name, then do that. But know that the username is how people will learn to know you. And then your name is going to be when people go to your bio or look at you, that, that's going to tell them more who you are. And the most important thing to know is that the one, one of the things that I don't really love about Instagram is their search function is very minimized. And the only thing, if you try to search for somebody on Instagram, the only thing it searches is the username and the name. It doesn't search your bio. It doesn't search your posts. So if you want a keyword, if let's say you know you're a dance studio, maybe you're an art studio, um, maybe you you know martial arts studio or those types of things. You want to maybe put that keyword in your name, not necessarily your username, but in your name. So on my bio it says Jen Herman blogger. So if anyone searches Instagram for bloggers, they're going to find me. And so that's a really great way to make sure that you show up in those niche searches is by using those two sections very appropriately. Got it. And then you also want to make sure in your bio, you want to make it descriptive. What do you do? Where are you located if you're a location-based um, you know, type business? Um, what services you offer? You know, do you serve different types of clientele, different levels of experience, things like that? And then in the in the bio, there is the only place on Instagram where you can place an active hyperlink is in your bio. So you absolutely, without question, need to fill in that link to your website, whether it's to a, a landing page, a sales page, your blog, your homepage, whatever works for you, but you want to make sure that you have that filled in because that's the only place people are going to be able to actively get to your website. and that. You can direct people there from your posts, and, and we'll I'm sure talk about that. Um, but you want to make sure that in your bio you do have that URL directing people where you want them to go. Got it. Okay, that's fair. So tell me this, because I, I understand what we post on Facebook. I understand what we post on Twitter. I understand what we tr post on Pinterest. Um, help me here. What kind of images should be shared on Instagram? Pretty much, what that, not that you want it to be the same things that you post on every other site, but the same kind of concept. So if on Facebook you're sharing a photo, you know, of your, you know, your storefront, you can share that on Instagram. If you're sharing images on Twitter or videos, you know, of um, classes that you offer, you can share those on Instagram. You want to share anything that represents your business and your brand. You don't want it to be 100% promotional. But it can be a lot more promotional than what you see on other sites. Like, for example, we always talk about, you know, the 80-20 rule on Facebook, 80%, you know, non-promotional and 20% promotional. Instagram, I kind of say go like 50-50. You can use more promotional content because it, it's not, you're not sharing other people's content on Instagram. You're only sharing your own. So it gives you more opportunity to, to be a little bit more promotional. 
Um, but you want to share organic looking images. So don't necessarily just, you know, snap a photo of, you know, let's say a, a karate uniform. Instead, you want to show maybe a bunch of your students wearing the different karate, you know, outfits with the belts and they're in the studio and you have the whole ambiance and that's the image you want to show. So you want to find ways that make it look a little bit more organic, a little bit more um, interactive. You don't want it to just be something, you know, boring and simple. Try to, you know, get the whole atmosphere of your business into those posts. You can also share behind-the-scene images. Maybe you're working on an upcoming class or promotion. You can share those types of things. If you do have a sale or a promotion or a, a special, you know, maybe a summer, uh, after, you know, out-of-school promotion or something, you can create images, whether it's in Canva, PicMonkey, Photoshop, um, or even PowerPoint. I love using PowerPoint to create images. Um, you can still create them. You just want to make them square, and then you can upload those into Instagram and, and advertise your promotion that way. So there's a lot of different ways that you can share content. Um, but whatever you share on Instagram, you just want to make sure that you're giving some exclusive content. You don't want to share it to Instagram and then instantly share every single photo that you've put on Instagram to Twitter and Facebook. You need to give people a reason to come to your Instagram account. So I often say use a teaser image on Facebook. Like let's say you had, um, maybe you did a charity event and, and you were, you know, you took 20 photos that you put on Instagram to, you know, show how the event went and all the things that were going on during the day. Share one of those photos to Facebook and, and just say, hey, we hosted this great charity event. You know, come over to our Instagram account to see all the rest of the photos of the event. And then you're automatically driving traffic to Instagram, but you're giving people a reason to follow you on Instagram for exclusive content. Um, the same thing works for exclusive promotions. Um, if you wanted to use it, if you have a good enough Instagram base where you can offer Instagram-only discounts or coupon codes, that you don't offer on any other medium. Um, and that gives people a reason to follow you. And it also makes it easier to track your engagement. You can go, oh, we got, you know, 40 coupon codes from Instagram versus we got, you know, 100 coupon codes from Facebook. Well, what's the different size of the audience, things like that, and you can track your engagement rates. Got it. I, I have a question for you, actually. Um, mm -hmm. As far as the demographics of the folks who are on Instagram, can you speak to that a little bit? Because um, obviously, our folks have. If you're in the after school activity industry, you generally tend to have two clients. You have the parents who are paying the bill, and you've got the students or athletes who are taking delivery of the lessons. So we kind of have to market to both. You do. And the demographics are there. Um, primarily, the majority of the Instagram demographic are going to be the 24 and under. Um, so that's going to be your the, the children attending your programs primarily. So this is a great way to, to try to get them excited about it, whether you're showing, maybe they're already a participant in one of your classes, but you know if you're showing um, images and videos of other classes, now you can get them excited to do a second class or a different type of class um, just by getting them excited through Instagram. Because most of them, depending on their age, the younger ones, maybe not so much, but definitely into, you know, the tween and teenagers are using Instagram, and I can promise you that. Um, as for the parents, it's not as highly um, saturated in terms of the Instagram demographic, but they are out there. Um, I think 
I can't remember the exact number, but I think it's like 13% of all ins- or of all internet users are on Instagram. So you do still have a large chunk of the population, just as internet users in general, on Instagram. And of that, you've got a, a probably in the 20 to 25 percentile range in the kind of let's say early adult, the you know 25 to 40 range. So you do you're not going to have as much. They're more likely to probably be on the Facebook, Pinterest, LinkedIn, Twitter. But they are on Instagram, and there is a way that you can reach out to them as the bill payers and get them excited about new opportunities. Um, so the nice thing with this is that Instagram will allow you to target both essential customers that you have, both the paying ones that are you know trying to find something for the kids to do and the kids who are looking for something fun to do. Got it. Okay, that's that's actually really helpful. All right, next, um, my, my next question, because I, I hear a lot about this, and I've seen it on Twitter, and I've seen it recently on Facebook, but... Um, is the hashtag strategy thing. So, you know, how can and should an owner create, you know, a viable hashtag strategy? And for those who might not know what the hell I'm talking about, what does that mean? Yeah, the, I I will have to admit, again, I have written blog posts about this. I hate hashtags. I'm throwing it out there right now. I don't like them. They drive me crazy. People are always talking in them. I was writing with them. It's like people just write it out. But I get it. I understand how they they do help. And the hashtag is basically where you put the pound symbol, obviously, in front of whatever keyword or phrase. So hashtag having a blast. Or instead of, you know, you can put, like, hashtag martial arts studio or something like that. So you're going to become clickable, searchable um, keywords or phrases that people are going to search. It's very popular on Twitter. Facebook, you know, opened up the the accessibility to it, but it hasn't really taken off like it has on other sites. And Instagram, hashtags are key. I can't say that enough. For somebody who doesn't like hashtags, I use them all the time on Instagram. You have to. It will take a post from getting, you know, let's say 10 likes to getting 30, 40, 50, 60 likes that easily by putting the right hashtags on there. So the most important aspect of the hashtag strategy on Instagram is A, to use them, but B, to use the right ones. You don't want to be using hashtags that have no relevancy whatsoever to your post. Just because Kim Kardashian is popular doesn't mean it's relevant to your dance studio or to your martial arts studio. So you don't want to hashtag Kim Kardashian just to get the popular search. It's not going to serve you well. Instead, you're going to want to use you know, after school care, after school programs, um, you know, things like martial arts studio or dance studio or ballet or green belt, black belt, whatever. You want to use anything that's relevant to your industry and your niche. And then also throw in some that are relevant to the image in general. Like, for example, let's say I shot a photo um, outside in the park. You could use hashtag park, hashtag trees, hashtag sky. You can find other things within your photo that are still a relevant searchable term. So if someone was searching for tree photos, they might come across yours because it has trees in the photo. It's not necessarily related, but throwing on those couple extra hashtags at the end can really help grow your exposure and your reach. And in general, I tell people to use five to ten hashtags per post. So Instagram will allow you to use up to 30 but there is no reason why you should be using 30 hashtags. You just don't need that many. Use 5 to 10. You can mix them in where you can say today's 
hashtag event was sponsored by at so-and-so at our hashtag martial arts studio. Um, or you can just write your information out like a normal sentence and then put all your hashtags at the end. It's entirely up to you and what works for you. Um, you can do some A-B testing and see if it works better in the sentence or at the end. Um, but either way, you still get the credit for using the hashtag and showing up in those hashtag searches. Got it. Got it, got it. That's huge. All right. Um, next off, you know, you said you could be promotional uh, on Instagram, which really perked my ears up. Um, tell me what kind of calls to action can be included, really should be included in Instagram posts. Um, for calls to action, the best thing is you're going to write a caption underneath your photo. So whatever your photo is, you can write a caption that is automatically associated with that image. And that's where you really want to put your clear call to action. Um, usually, like for me as a blogger, my call to action is click on the link in my bio, which takes me to my website to read the latest blog posts. Similarly, you probably want to do similar um, kind of calls to action in the sense of, you know, maybe you have uh, a new program you're launching for the summer classes. You can say, you know, click on the link in, our, in the bio for more information on the new classes. That's going to be your most prominent one because that's going to take people back to your bio, or as we mentioned, you want to put in that clickable hyperlink. So whatever that hyperlink is is where people are going to go. You want to make it as simple as possible for people to get to the right page. So don't send them to your home page and then they have to navigate through four more pages to get there. If you're saying, you know, check out our new summer classes, make sure that information is either on your home page or that the link is going to the page that tells them where to go. You can also put that kind of information as a text overlay on your image. Um, maybe you have an image of, you know, a bunch of your kids in the dance studio and you can put a text overlay that says new summer classes available now in big, bold text. And then in the caption, you give more specifics. Maybe you list the types of classes and then you say click on the link in my bio or you put your phone number, say call us at da 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 um, so anything like that that allows you to get the point across of, you know, what you're trying to promote, um, use the captions really well and use the text overlay. Um, and there are third-party apps out there. If you use an iPhone, um, WordSwag, W-O-R-D-S-W-A-G, is a great tool to use. But for some reason, it's only available on iPhones. And as an Android lover and will never convert, it's really frustrating. <laughs> but... <laughs> There are numerous apps out there, or even, you know, again, like I said, you can use Canva, um, or you can use PicMonkey, or Photoshop, or, um, you know, like I said, uh, PowerPoint, or anything like that, and you can just take your photo, overlay some text over it, save it as a JPEG or PNG, and upload it to, to Instagram that way. Wow. That's fantastic. All right, so let me uh, let me ask one really easy question here. It's, if you had, um, if you needed to give somebody the first thing that they were going to do, they're brand new to Instagram, um, what is the first thing that they should do after listening to this webinar, or webinar, uh, podcast, um, after they listen to this, and what what steps should they take so that they can get on the right path? The first thing I would tell them to do is to use Instagram as an end user, not as a marketer. Find out what Instagram is all about. Create a personal account. You don't have to even follow 100 people or do anything crazy, but just use it and get to know it. How are people posting? How frequently are people posting? What are your competitors doing? What are they not doing? Um, what are your friends and family doing? How are people 
commenting, are they liking? Learn the the kind of Instagram atmosphere and behavior because one thing that real Instagrammers hate is when marketers come on there and they start slapping up all these you know images off of Google or images that they've created with oh, it's text only and it, it's not native to the Instagram kind of world. So learn it as an end user first and then learn how you can incorporate that into your marketing. And that's where, like I always say, use native or organic images as much as possible. Um, some examples, you know, that you can look at are, you know, some of the big brands. Look at all the Nike, they have like Nike golf, Nike baseball, Nike football. Um, Michael Kors, who's a fashion designer and I'm obsessed with all of his stuff, so I always toss it out there. Um, he does really well with his posts as well. And you want to find ways, like for example, let's say you had, I know this isn't specifically related to your audience, but let's say, you know, for like the Nike Golf, they might just have a golf ball sitting in the grass. And it's just a really artistic shot, but it's got the Nike logo on the golf ball. It's obviously a promotional Nike Golf Ball, you know, type image, but it's organic in the sense that it's not, you know, a box of, you know, six golf balls sitting on the shelf at a store. It's out there, it creates an automatic emotional connection. You know, the fogs in the background and the grass is all glistening and the sunlight. It, those are organic native images. And the more you can find ways to incorporate that into your content, the much, much greater success you will have with your Instagram audience. Fabulous, fabulous. All right, it is now time for our resource of the week. So, Jen, tell me this. Uh, how can our listeners find out more about you and how you go about helping entrepreneurs to succeed. Sure, they can find me at uh, my website, which is Jen's Trends. That's J-E-N-N-S-T-R-E-N-D-S dot com. And pretty much anything I do, you can find from my homepage on my blog. All my current blogs are there. Um, you can find all my social media accounts there, including my Instagram account, which is at Jen's, J-E-N-N-S underscore Trends. And I also have a really great ebook available on Amazon um, for download. It's only a couple dollars. It's not going to break the bank. And it is the ultimate beginner's guide to Instagram. So if it's something you haven't gotten used to using Instagram, this book literally goes through everything. It goes through Instagram lingo. It tells you what all the different filters are and which ones work for different types of um, you know, emotional connections and, and whether you want a blue type tone or you want a yellow type tone. I go over all the filters. I show you how to use Instagram Direct, which is the direct messaging, how to use videos, how to do photos well, and you know all that kind of stuff. It's all in that book, and I highly recommend you go download that and get yourself started. Perfect. That'll actually be the first thing I do when I get off of this podcast. <laughs> so, you know, I, I, I do follow directions well. All right. Folks, that you absolutely need to, to check this out and, and head over to jenstrends.com as well. What a, what a phenomenal resource. So, all right. I love to end my podcast, Jen, with, uh, with one question. So if you could give business owners just one solid piece of advice to either help their business or more importantly, to help them live a better life, what would that piece of advice be? I always tell business owners that you cannot opt out of social media. The conversation on social media is going on with or without you. And that goes across the board. So whether it's, you know, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, LinkedIn, Google+, you name it, the conversations are happening around your business. Make sure you're there and you're monitoring it, that you know what's going on, and that you're also helping control the direction of that conversation so that you're seen in a positive light and not in any sort of a negative light. 
Makes a lot of sense. Makes a lot of sense. Jen, thank you so, so much for joining me today. I know how busy your schedule is, and it means the world to me that you take some of your time and, and share some of your wisdom with us today. Thank you so much. It's been an honor, and I hope that um, if anybody has any questions, they can feel free to reach out to me. I'm more than happy to help give some guidance and, and you know, connect via either the blog or social media, and, and let's help get people going on Instagram. That's exciting. Very, very exciting. All right. Well, folks, that's all the time we've got today. Thanks for tuning in to The Real Deal with Jason Silverman. For more information about private coaching or to see if you'd benefit from one of our mastermind groups, visit me over at www.jasonmsilverman.com. I look forward to helping you achieve the success that you truly deserve. Until next time, let me leave you with this. Get out there and be the real deal. Set a goal, make a plan, work like hell towards it, and achieve that success that you truly deserve. Now's the time. Get out there and make it happen. Go get them, folks. This has been Jason Silverman, and I hope you have a spectacular week. You've been listening to The Real Deal with Jason Silverman. To access the great resources mentioned in the show and for information on coaching and mastermind group opportunities with Jason, please visit jasonmsilverman.com.